y'all. I'm Meg Kirsted, and this is the Black Sheep Playground podcast. We're here to have some fun, learn a ton about how to actually be a human, and question the idea that there's a right way to live your life. Because I'm pretty sure there are a whole bunch of ways to thrive. So let's go play. everyone. Um, I'm recording today and I'm feeling drained, um, which is exactly what I'm going to talk about today and why I'm feeling drained. Um, and also why I'm not surprised that I'm feeling drained. Um, in particular, I started teaching behavior change boot camp yesterday. Um, and leading up to it, I was doing a lot of marketing. I was talking about it a lot. Um, and I'm absolutely floored. I got over 70 people signed up and it's an incredible group. We already did the first class. Um, but it was a big event for me. Anytime I do something new like this, which given I'm me is, is off is relatively often. I don't tend to do the same thing over and over again. Um, I end up feeling real shitty right after, say, the first event. So for me, I know once once I teach the first class, things are going to get a lot easier because uh, not only are, I, do I have not only am I able to stop the like sales and marketing piece, but I also you know have the confidence that things are going to work now, um, and everything's set up. So what I am experiencing right now is what. I call a dopamine hangover. I don't know if I stole that from someone else. I would love to attribute it if I can, but it's possible it's something I made up. It's funny how brands work like that. And I want to talk to you today about why it happens um, so that you can plan for it and recognize that nothing is wrong with you because um, it's happening to you. So just to recap, um, dopamine is the neurotransmitter that gets us to do stuff. It's the neurotransmitter of motivation. And um, it literally gets us to move. One of the um, downstream uh, neurotransmitters that dopamine gets processed into is actually norepinephrine. It's called norepinephrine in the brain, but um, when it's in the rest of the body, it's called adrenaline. So... Dopamine is the thing that gets you to do stuff. So I was using a lot of dopamine over the past couple of weeks. Um, And as a result, my nervous system got activated. Dopamine activates your nervous system. It activates the sympathetic response in your nervous system to get you up and going and doing things. So yesterday, I get out of bed and I know that it's boot camp kickoff day. So... My brain knows there are certain things I need to do before class and it's doing this calculation in the background that's like, okay, Meg is going to need a lot of dopamine today to, to want to do all of the things that she needs to do. So we're going we're gonna to release a fair bit because man, when she gets this class going, it's going to be awesome. So we really want to motivate her to, to do all these things to, you know, send out the final emails and, and finish my slides and all that kind of stuff. So I got a flood of dopamine. Essentially, I woke up, I ran out the door, I got some coffee, I came back and I just worked. Um, and I could do so I hyper focused in, in ADHD language land, I hyper focused. And, and that was because I was I was continually getting more and more dopamine due to the fact that I was doing something that my brain wanted to motivate me to continue doing. So 
the thing to realize here is that our brains and bodies have the me these mechanism built mechanisms built in to bring us into balance. It's called homeostasis. They want us in some sort of equilibrium. So um, the cliche is what up goes up must come down. Um, and this is true. Um, another, I think in the stress episode that I recorded earlier, I talked a little bit about the parasympathetic and the sympathetic um, responses in your nervous system. Those are part of a homeostatic system. They're, they're, they work together. And ideally, you know, overall you're in balance. Um, it doesn't mean, you know, it's bad to be activated or not activated. It's just that over time you're sort of going up and then you're coming down. You're going up, you're coming down. And um, your dopamine system is very similar. The reward circuits in your brain, which um, uh, for the science nerds who want to look it up, um, start at your ventral tegmentum, it, go two places. The, these are the two main reward circuits. One of them goes to your prefrontal cortex. The other part goes to your nuclear in, nucleus accumbens, which is part of your limbic system. Um, these pathways are designed to bring us back into homeostatic equilibrium. <laughs> so one of the things it'll do is after your dopamine goes up, it must come down. And there's an, an interesting piece of this that is really important here, which is if it goes, when it comes down, it doesn't just go down to the original level you started at. It goes down a bit further and it goes down further in proportion to how much it went up. So something that is a literal, a little pleasurable, that you know that that is a little motivating, your the kickback, the drop is going to just be a little lower than sort of your normal baseline levels. If you do something that's highly motivating and exciting, and you have a flood of dopamine, the drop, and then the kickback, the pain is going to be much larger. And that is what I'm experiencing today. This is exactly why if you are eating a cookie and you put it in your mouth and you chew it and it's delicious, there's something that makes you want more, that makes you want another cookie. And it's not just more desire for the same cookie. What your brain is actually doing is trying to compensate a bit for the fact that it just dropped in dopamine and there's this pain of being a bit lower. So this is why, you know, each subsequent cookie you eat is actually less pleasurable, but you still want more because each time you're dropping and one of the things that your your brain is trying to do is get your dopamine back up to get that, that good feeling again. But because each time you're dropping a little bit lower, you're never going to get as high as you were originally. It's a diminishing returns. So what happens is that we have these big drops and we think something is wrong. Like if you ever accomplished a big goal or, you know, finished a running race or something, you, th there's a phenomenon that people talk about where you actually literally get almost depressed. It feels like a mild or even potentially not so mild form of depression, but it's temporary. And that is because your your dopamine levels have dropped so precipitously below the baseline that your 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 body is kind of in a depleted state and 
if you're in a depleted dopamine state, you're going to have less motivation because you no longer have dopamine to motivate you. <laughs> um, your, your circuits can no longer call upon dopamine to, uh, to motivate you to do things because essentially you, you used up your stores and you're, you're in a depleted state. Then you add in some related effects that are not necessarily a result, direct result of, of using up your dopamine and going into this, this depleted state. There's the fact that if, you, if your nervous system gets very heavily activated, it, it's stress on your body. It just is. Um, it's why particularly after you know, a traumatic event or even after something very exciting and positive, you often just feel like you want to sleep for days. It's stressful on your body if you're amped up on adrenaline for 24 hours, which you know your body doesn't love. It's gonna it's gonna need time to replenish itself. Um, you know, especially especially with stuff that that you know is really keeping you op occupied, that's keeping you in hyper focus. Um, you might be doing things like not eating as much or not drinking as much. <laughs> liquid or or um, sleeping as much. Certainly, um, I know I didn't sleep super well leading up to the the first class of boot camp. I definitely did not drink a lot yesterday. And I was I, it was almost like I was high when I finished class because I was just all amped up. I had a ton of adrenaline in my body. I was super excited. Um, and then comes the corresponding crash. Um, I certainly Probably it was probably about like 10 p.m. last night um, after we were celebrating my 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 best friend's birthday at her house, um, so I was able to stay up for that and sort of you know stay engaged, ride out ride out the the adrenaline and and the nervous system activation. But when I got home, I was I was toast, and then I woke up today and I it it almost felt like I was hungover, um, not with the like nausea and headaches and stuff, but I just feel very very depleted. And I know it's going to take me at least a few days to get back to my sort of normal equilibrium state because I'm in a depleted state right now. I'm, I'm a dopamine hungover. <laughs> so I need some time to replenish my dopamine. But that means, one, I plan for this. So one thing that I know now because I know how these mechanisms works, I know how it feels for me personally, I've done this enough times that I know that there is going to be this kickback period. I just plan to have at least a few days where I'm not doing a whole lot above and beyond my baseline. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be doing client calls, I'm coaching in the Black Sheep Playground this afternoon, but I canceled anything that was above and beyond that. Um, the only reason I'm recording this podcast is I wanted to get my thoughts out um, and talk about this while I was in it. Um, so I could get the very like visceral descriptions of what's going on to you. Um, so I plan for it. Uh, the rest of this week, you know, if I feel good, I'll do things. But my main things are sort of keeping me healthy, replenishing the nutrients in my body, letting my neurotransmitters sort of replenish themselves, which means not doing anything super, super exciting or interesting because that will once again deplete me if I do kickback. So like nothing super exciting and fun for the next few days. Um, I plan on sleeping more. Um, I, I don't expect a lot for myself because I know in a few, cause like today there were moments where I was like, 
I can't imagine doing anything again. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to plan for anything. I don't want, I don't want to do anything that I know I want to do. Um, just because right now my motivation, my motivation neurotransmitters are, just aren't having any of it. They're, they're low. The seesaw has, if you think of like, you know, homeostasis is often sort of like a seesaw thing. If you're down on one side, then you have to go down on the other side to do it. So I'm in the sort of like pleasure versus pain if pleasure is the like the activated state, I am now in the pain state where everything is the worst. I don't, I will say emotionally, I don't feel depressed. Um, I just feel kind of like, Neh. like, I don't really want to do anything. I don't like anything right now. Um, food, like, doesn't sound particularly exciting, though if I think about eating like particularly sugary foods or particularly like oily foods, I will say there's a little bit of a pull toward that. Um, because those are one of the ways we get dopamine. So remember, your brain is going to be looking for opportunities to like, uh, replenish itself. But because of the corresponding drop, it doesn't work like that. You sort of have to keep things level and not tax your system more than it is. So, so one of the things that I also keep an eye out for in days after big sort of dopamine depleting events like this, I will really try to be conscious of what I'm putting in my body. Is it something that will actually nourish me? Is it something that um, I I need to eat? Like this morning, I was so tempted to order delivery, guys. I was so tempted. Um, not even necessarily anything particularly like greasy or sugary, but I just wanted, I was like, I want to not think about food and I want someone to bring it to me. But I, I sort of talked to myself about it and like, you know you're just doing this because <laughs> you're in a dopamine depleted state. If you were to take care of yourself the best way you can, what will you? Ha what would you put in your body right now? And I ended up having some soup, um, some soup with crackers. It was delicious, to be fair. But um, so I proactively build my. It's not a routine because routine means that I do it more than once, but I proactively build my life for the next few days knowing that one, I'm going to probably be craving, you know, stimulation and, but that I don't need to listen to it. And that like right now I just have to keep things pretty chill and easy and I don't need to push myself. And one of the best things I can do in fact is, is not try to motivate myself to do a lot of things. So um, that's one of my biggest tips is if you are someone who has these like big ups and then these big downs, you know, just know that they're going to happen and plan proactively for them. Plan to have some lower times. And so if you have one big event, don't like put an, a, another big thing right after it. <laughs> if you have any control over the situation, you are not going to want to do it. Um, that is some perfectionist <laughs> thinking. Your body is just probably not going to cooperate. I think my other big tip is to realize that nothing has gone wrong. Your body is functioning exactly as it should. And it's okay that you aren't feeling that big high anymore. Um, I've seen clients or, or you know, people in my sphere be worried because they did this amazing thing, like something that, that is hugely worth celebrating, but it doesn't feel good. It's like they just want to go on to the next thing. They don't take time to celebrate. And that's because of this dopamine depletion phenomenon. It, you know, you're essentially down. So, of course, your body is wanting more. So you're like, well, the only way to get it is to go out and do something new. Whereas if you let yourself just live in the kind of blah for a few days, maybe even a week or two, 
you will eventually get to the point where you can celebrate and you want to celebrate even without, you know, immediately moving on to the next thing. So part of this is building a muscle in a patience to let your body replenish itself um, and know that nothing is wrong. It's not because you like don't have gratitude or you're not able to celebrate or you don't appreciate your success. It's literally just because your neurochemicals are depleted and your body needs to recover. So um, I'm, I'm feeling pretty blah, <laughs> pretty like, if you listen to me, like I, it takes me a little more, more time to speak and a little more time to put my thoughts together. So I'm going to leave this as a nice, short, easy episode. Hopefully that's helpful. Hopefully it gives an explanation to something that you might have personally experienced. Certainly something that um, I've experienced almost always for me. Travel does this to me. So anytime I travel now, um, even for good stuff, like stuff I'm excited to do, I assume that when I get back, I'm going to need like a week or two to just be a veg, a vegetable on the couch um, and be a hermit. So um, just think about this when you're roughly planning how your life goes and know that nothing is wrong with you. It's just your brain getting back into homeostatic equilibrium. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Hey friend, if you want to learn how to work with your weird brain instead of against it, you should definitely join the Black Sheep Playground. You'll learn how to create your own template of success without any of the hustle, overwork, pressure, or guilt, and you're going to do it by having way more fun. Play is a core part of what we do. Oh, and in case you weren't sold, there's loot and glitter and ridiculous sheep jokes. Uh, You can find all the details in the show notes, so I'll see you there. Thank you.